BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to episode 40 of Hashtag No Filter. How have I already recorded 40 episodes? Like, I can't wrap my head around this. When we get to 50, we're having a party, okay? We're having a major party. I don't know where. It might just be a virtual party, Um, but there will be wine. I mean, there's always wine, but there will be lots of wine because this is just crazy that there's been 40 episodes. Anyway, so thank you so much for following along, whether you've been here since day one or if this is your first episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, So today's episode is a fun one. I actually am cousins with the girl I'm interviewing. So we're distant cousins. And I honestly couldn't even explain to you the relation. It's something through my dad, something's brothers, cousins, you know, something like that. Distant cousins, but cousins nonetheless. And so she and I are very close. Our families are very close. And she's just an awesome businesswoman. And she has a very cool business called Sweetie's Bake Shop based in LA. And it is a bakery. It is an incredible bakery with the most delicious treats, not just beautiful. Everything she does is beautiful, but delicious. In our episode, I talked about, I was like, you know, those bakeries that have gorgeous, gorgeous things, but just taste like shit. Like you literally bite into like a brick. That's not Sweeties. Sweeties is delicious and beautiful. And, um, she, she's just built such a business. She's been her, it's been around now a, a 10 years actually, which is crazy. Um, and Erica just has such a story and, you know, Sweeties has gone through ups and downs and she talks about all of that things she's learned along the way. And it's just a really fun episode. She moved to LA to be an actress, ended up, you know, acting for a little bit, but really following her passion of baking. And she built this very successful, thriving business. She was actually one of the very first to come out with cake pops. Yes, like the cake pops you see at Starbucks. Erica had those, I think, two years after she started. I think her business started, she'll talk about it, in 2008 or 2009, so 10 years ago. And I think by 2011, she thought of this idea of cake pops. That was way before anyone else. Like she's always been ahead of ahead of the curve in terms of dessert trends. And it's just a really cool story. And I'm just so excited for her success. And I'm just can't wait to have her on today. So I think you're going to love the conversation. So please enjoy. Here is Erica from Sweetie's Bake Shop on episode 40 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome, Erica. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, I'm so excited to have you. So for those, obviously, many people likely don't know this, Erica and I are actually related. I don't, we just, I don't really know exactly how (laughs) to you. (laughs) Somehow through somebody. Exactly. Maybe not. I'm not quite sure. Yes, distant, (laughs) distant cousins, but cousins nonetheless. And Mm -hmm. Erica, as I said in the intro, owns Sweetie's Bake Shop. So Erica, before we get really into it with all the questions, can you give everyone a brief background, synopsis, history, kind of your career, what led you to where you are today and what you're currently doing? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so I moved out to Los Angeles after um, going to college at UT Austin, which I love. Mm -hmm. I was always into theater and dance, um, mainly like theater, musical theater. Um, and I loved it, and that's what I moved out to L.A. to do, but I always had a passion for food and for baking in particular. Ever since I was a little girl, I loved to bake. Um, I loved making desserts, eating desserts, tasting desserts, mm -hmm. and um, and it was always a hobby of mine. And when I was out in here in L.A., and I was trying to become an actress, and after a couple years, I started um, baking things in my apartment and um, – and I was really enjoying it. And I started a website. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I put up a website, all of a sudden I had a little baking business that I was doing out of my apartment. Oh. And after a couple months of that, um, we got our first big like um, marketing thing. Yeah. <laughs> happened. And, um, and Daily Candy wrote about us. And at the time, Daily Candy was like, that was our, you know, our news, right? It was everything. I love Daily Candy. There was no Instagram. There was no, no social media really. Daily Candy was like, that was the closest thing to it. Yeah. So anyways, we got on Daily Candy. They like did an ad, you know, that they emailed out uh, like a newsletter about us. And, um, and all of a sudden I had a business pretty much just from that. Unbelievable. I, that's was taking pictures from my cell phone. Crazy. Um, I like have a memory of me sitting by on the floor, like by the window where I had the best reception, just answering my phone, right. taking orders, and all of a sudden I had a business. Oh my! And when was this exactly? That was so. What we're in 2019. That was in 2009. So it's wow. been years. That's insane. That's insane. So growing up, you didn't. You, you loved baking, but you never, did you ever think like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to open a bakery. Like, did you ever think that? It was really always just a, a, a hobby of mine and a passion, something I really enjoyed doing. I never once thought I'm going to own a bakery or a cupcake shop or a cake. Like anything. anything. No. And then never. It grew into this huge thing because another, when you said marketing, you know, the, when the, you got that great marketing plug, you also were on TV shows, correct? Yeah, I was, and it, I, I loved it. I was on, um, I was on the Food Network on Cupcake Wars, mm -hmm. on the pilot, the first one they ever ever so shot, cool. which is we shot like at U at a, the UCLA campus under tents, like we weren't even in a studio. It was the <laughs> oh <laughs> my they, god. They, anyways, and I came on second. I I got second place, and it was like so much fun for me. I loved it. And it really helped put Sweeties on the map once yes. it came out. And then I was on Cupcake Wars another couple times. So and cool. then besides that, they also, I shot a show called Cupcake Confidential. Mm -hmm. And it was a show that they filmed of me um, doing my store opening, my my first right. store. So that is so cool. Where, where are you, how are you currently involved in the business still? Are you, I know more recently when you're I not. first started the business, I, I was everything. I, I was, I was literally every single position there is right. to have from a baker and a cake decorator to customer service right. and, um, you know, hiring everything, everything. Every, well, when you run a business, right? Like when you start a business, it's your baby, <laughs> right? 
then over the years, um, Sweeties went through a lot of changes. We had we had that first store, and we had a food truck. Then we opened up a second store in collaboration with another restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was a really interesting idea. But it just all of the retail took us away from um, from uh, our core business, which was catering, right? As opposed to just you know selling a dozen cupcakes from the store. So. After a couple years, we ended up closing both retail locations, right. and we we built a, um, a like really beautiful thirty five hundred square foot um, kitchen facility mm-hmm. where we have like a little storefront in in um, uh, in the front of so right. you can walk in, but. We got rid of all of our retail, moved into this great commercial kitchen space we built out, and then um, the focus has been solely on local catering and nationwide shipping. Amazing. It's been amazing. It's it's like for the company in a great way, and and we're really focusing on our e-commerce sales right. and being a um, you know dessert vendor for you know everyone nationwide. Amazing. So we do. A- nationwide shipping a lot of corporate a lot of weddings and special events right and that's where we are today so at first I was doing everything of right. course and then I you know the team grew and grew and grew the largest I think I've ever had it was like 35 employees maybe wow and, um and our regular now is closer to like 15 got um, it and got it's it not doing any less production we're doing triple the amount right. of production um, everything's just run tighter yeah. and, and, and efficiently and effectively. And it's great. And I finally hired the right people to do that. Amazing. So, um, I had two kids, um, you know, while I was still working, you know, seven days a week, um, throughout all of this. And I did it. I pr- pretty much had no maternity leave either. <laughs> The, I mean, my first son, he was born prematurely. He was totally fine. Thank yeah. God. We got very lucky. But um, he was born at four pounds. I brought home a four pound baby and I went back to work a week later. Mm. Not, I wouldn't leave him for the uh, the first few weeks, but I was completely like working. Had to dive back in. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then with my second, my daughter, Sophie, I was able to take like six weeks right. off and really just let things happen and, and it would be okay. Exactly. Um, but like six weeks still to most people are like, that's insane. <laughs> right. And then you're back in it. So I feel a little bit of regret, you know, from that. Right. I mean, it's, I know there were, I feel like there were times and that I just like, I wasn't able to really like, dive a hundred percent in like I would have liked to. Right. That makes make sense. But now you're, now you are right. Cause you're, you're, yeah, so anyways, I've always held a little bit of resentment because of that. And it, the time came where I said, okay, I'm done running the day to day, um, business. Uh, you know, the company's going well, it can do what better in somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We have a, um, wonderful COO and he pretty much operates the whole company and I'm involved, you know, for the most part, as much or as little as I would like to be. So I still have some great clients that I kept on that. Right. 
I enjoy working with because they're fun, you know, orders or fun people or whatever. And, um, and now I'm just also focusing on having like being the face of the company and having general, you know, so you know what's going on at the, like, you know, when things, everything that's happening, but you're not in it like you were. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I, cause when I passed on the torch and, um, it took me like up until it took me a complete full year wow. to get used to that after nine years of my life being run by this yeah. company. Um, it took me a whole year to just decompress at all. Oh like, my oh. gosh. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, so are it, you now in a good place? Like, it's like good now, like where you feel like, okay, like this is like, all good. I feel like I'm like naturally able to like be with my kids yeah. without my phone, you know, for emails every three seconds. And I'm able to enjoy my life and able to take care of myself the way that I'd like to. And, right. You know, have a relationship with my husband. Right. I have a complete life now and I still have this company that yeah. I love and so hopefully it continues to do well yeah. um, and now I'm trying to figure out you know I'd like to still do something significant for the company right. so my my uh, right now I'm working on you know re-becoming sort of the face of the company because we did that over the last few years and that's how I started the company right. and I I enjoyed that right I love that. Okay. So it's all, so how would you say if I asked you, you know, what has been the biggest, um, less business in terms of business lesson you've learned since opening, is it this like kind of learning to delegate just kind of you not doing it all? Like, what would you say is your biggest lesson? I, I'd say, you know, it's important to know where your strong suits mm -hmm. are and where they're not. And I knew where mine were not, but I just, I just, took care of everything myself anyways. And it costs us a few years yeah. really of, um, you know, kind of going in the wrong direction. And those few years, you know, took us that much longer to kind of regain our momentum. Right. Right. So, you know, really <laughs> like I, I come from a creative background and that's where, you know, sweetie's, Sweeties kind of was founded off of. Yeah. Um, but like the finances and, um, and you know, the overall bit structure of the business is not something that is, was my strong suit. And right. if I had only passed on that torch earlier, um, to the right person, we would have saved ourselves a lot of time. Yeah. Right. So having known that, so would you say if to get, if you were to give advice to someone wanting to start their own business, maybe a business similar to yours, would you say to kind of, what is that what you would say to them? Like know your strengths and hand off your weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it all. Mm -hmm. You just can't do it all successfully. Right. So, um, and it's, it's important to get p other people's opinions who are great at what they do right. uh, or who have different experiences than you had. Yeah. That you can use them and make the right decision. Exactly. No. Totally. Have a right team. You can't grow a successful business off of one person. Right. Like <laughs> I'm just delegating things like that doesn't work. Like, you need a great team. Yeah. And that needs to be in an initial business plan in the first place. Right. Like, exactly. Like in your business plan, you must 
grow to have your team. It a can't team. just. How, when you had, so when you first started hiring employees like a while back and you started putting a team in place, was that a big learning? I don't know if learning curve is the right way to put it, but kind of like a big learning curve for you managing people because you hadn't ever managed people, right? When I first, so when I first um, experienced that where I hired one person, then I hired another person, mm -hmm. first I hired a baker, then I hired an, an assistant to help with everything. Um then I hired another baker, and then, you know, and so on and so on yeah. forth. And I had an entire staff in my kitchen and an entire staff of people in my office. And first of all, I was overly staffed yeah. completely. Um, I was kind of just like, the more, the better to get the job done right. and, <laughs> you know, get more business. Um, but I ended up just hiring people that I liked. Right. And I literally like <laughs> a full, a sorority house of friends. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Was, it must've been fun. <laughs> it was hiring like all women, young females that were only like a couple years younger than me. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of kid, people right out of college. Um, I was just looking for like nice, fun people. And that's <laughs> who I started the company with. That's so funny. That's that's it is. so funny. And I, ended up with a, I ended up running a sorority house oh and that was God. very difficult. Like as soon as I started hiring some men to mix up the, to, yeah. as soon as I started hiring men into the mix, oh my gosh, everything was so much better. Really? Did you, <laughs> yeah. so was it not, I mean, did all those people stay with you for like, you, you basically, platform I was going on in one room, it was like, drama everywhere mm -hmm. we, we like many times got interviewed to for like reality tv oh almost like booked some reality and I'm glad that didn't happen but that's so so it's just there was no real line between personal and business or it was just I mean, no there was like I was definitely you know the boss of these people that I'm friendly with right. um but we just, it was just very, the whole thing was dramatic. Oh, so <laughs> like it a, was a learning curve. <laughs> in the office, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all these people, I loved them. They were, they were so sweet. And we had like, there was like a really fun few years before I realized, shit, I better um, get this business cracking down. Otherwise. Yeah not going to be here much longer. Right. Right. That's wow. That's I had crazy. decisions and lay people off that I really like. Yeah. That and can't be easy. Would you say, her? but in terms of your favorite and least favorite part of your job, what would you say is your favorite or most rewarding part of it all? I think, I mean, honestly, the most rewarding part of it all is, how do I put this? Okay. Um, I think the most rewarding part of it all is that, my company at the end of the day aims to make people happy mm -hmm. general employees and you know, the customers right. that we have or, you know, a part of their special occasions. Yeah. Like our goal is that we have a really tight knit kitchen staff and office staff that, you know, everybody gets along well and they're happy to be there. They enjoy working for students. Right. And important to me and, and to, um, my COO and, and it's very important on top of the fact that, you know, everything that we do and we stand for is to, you know, be a 
great, you know, part of people's special events. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, and your, the, like your, your employees that they're working, I mean, you're literally, you're working on things that are going to be like, if you do someone's wedding cake, right. Or dessert table, it's like the focal point of their huge occasions. It's so cool. Yeah, big deal. And you know, that's something that we, you know, I don't know that we really realized that in our first, you know, chunk of business, few years of business. Um, but you know, knowing that is an honor. Yeah. Oh Yeah. That's amazing. No, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's fun. You're, they're literally working around sweets and happy things all day. Like how bad could it be? What would you say is the most challenging part or your least favorite part? Is it the business? You know, you said the finances, that's not your favorite thing. (laughs) No. Yeah. But no, I always like, it's not my favorite thing, but I get it done. Right. Uh, I think the thing that I enjoy least about the business in general is, um, is, a side of the customer service side of things. Mm. So, you know, we aim to please everyone and people are very, can be very particular. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, if somebody is unhappy with their order or, um, wants something that, you know, for a price that I just can't sell it for, you know what I mean? Something like that. It's hard it's hard navigating, um, so that to like make the customer happy at the end of the day, um, without getting frustrated. Right. Cause you don't want to let anyone down, but you can only do what you can do. Right. And years and years, I was the person who got the brunt of all of that. It was like, Oh, somebody with a, a difficult question, give it to Erica, you know, get, right. like be customer, give it to Erica. Customer wants to pay, you know, 10 cents for their cookies. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was Erica, you know, so I was dealing with that a lot. And I, I, that can like really like knock you down after a while. Oh, I'm sure. It's a lot. I mean, that's, that's a I lot. Sure. My least favorite part of the business is the customer service side of things that, that can be difficult. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So in terms of like the kind of, I mean, I'm sure you've had plenty cause I know you've worked with some pretty cool celebrities, but what would you say is your biggest pinch me moment? Like where you're like, wow, this, this could, this is something. Um, Ooh, uh, y'all like it maybe a tie for Kim Kardashian. Mm. It's, she's, I mean, pretty surreal to be and all, and all, all three of them actually. Uh, even to be in all three's presence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have. I've done stuff for all of them individually, but I remember doing an event where all three of them were, and all three of them were eating the desserts, oh. and um, you know that was kind kind of That's crazy. Kind of amazing. <laughs> like right, standing right with them. Like, right. <laughs> That's unreal. That's cool. Um, Yeah, unreal. And even more unreal now looking back because they've become even more famous from when that picture was. Um, That wasn't that an Us Weekly or something. I remember seeing that. Yeah, we were, well, at the time, you know, back when I started Sweeties, Instagram, social media was like not a thing. I know, it's crazy. So, yeah, like, so we had in-house PR as, you know, part of my 35 person staff, right. <laughs> <laughs> I had in-house PR and she did an amazing job 
Um, but there was no social media at the time. Right. So everything she did was through like Us Magazine and OK Magazine yeah. and going to events and, you know, getting on all these, um, you know, celeb websites or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So we did a lot of celeb stuff so, in the beginning. Um, so cool. And you were also, wasn't Sweeties one of the very first, or in my mind at least, for cake pops? Like you did it way before Starbucks did it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> it was like one of the, that happened quickly. I feel like right in 2010, um, after a year of being in business, I, I, I wanted something that I could ship to Houston, actually. Yeah. Because I'm from Houston. Right. I live in LA and I, you know, I have a fan base in Houston mm-hmm. and I want to be able to ship to Houston and ship all over. So, um, I started doing cake pops so and good. we'd wrap them and be able to ship them. And that's definitely a product that stayed with us. We, we make thousands of cake pops a week. Oh my God. They're so good. For my book launch party, you guys in like 2000, what was that? 15? Yeah. yeah you shipped. Everyone loves them, <laughs> but that's really, you, you were like, a, you were ahead of the time. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, dessert trends change the same way that like, you know, any other trend right. would, would change, yeah. you know, just like fashion changes, dessert ch- trends change, right? Floral change, you know, if you think about like, you know, what cakes used to look like with pillars in between them. Yeah. <laughs> so what's hot now? What's the trendy dessert for the season? Well, so uh, one trend that's kind of, you know, that's kind of um, come to a stop and a new one developed was um, cakes were made major the majority of wedding cakes were made with these giant sugar flowers. They're right. Like these hard flowers made of gum paste, which is like edible, but you don't actually eat it. Right. Like fondant? <laughs> um, or that's not the same. Like fondant, but that gets much harder. Okay. So it's rock hard um, and it's edible, but you just don't eat it. Um, and anyways, that's what cakes used to be covered in. My wedding cake, I had sugar flowers. Now yeah. um, cakes are, um, are it, now it's more popular to have cakes with fresh flowers on them. Mm. You know, flowers cascading, you know, down them or yeah. around them. However, um, also there's naked cakes now. That's where, very big on Pinterest right now. <laughs> yeah, naked cakes. Naked cakes are where you like, have a very thin coat of buttercream on the outside of the cake and you actually see part of the cake through. And, right. Um, it's kind of like a rustic, elegant kind of yes. look. shabby chic. It reminds me <laughs> of like a, a chic, like elegant barnyard wedding. Like in a yeah. Like cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. And and um, we can dress it up with like beautiful fresh flowers also, but um, that's a trend. And then the latest trend that that's been going for at least a year now for us is the unicorn cake. Oh yes. Are so, um, you know, popular as like a theme or a trend right now. And, uh, the unicorn cake we developed for a birthday party, um, probably two years ago now trends just like blew up so you really are and didn't don't you have cookies with candy inside I feel like I don't see that everywhere either we um have chocolate chip cookies and they're stuffed with either a Twix a Reese's or an Oreo and they're phenomenal I mean they're so amazing so good 
Is that your favorite? Let's, what's your favorite, favorite number one sweet from Sweeties? Oh my gosh. I know that's what? like picking a favorite child. Well, I, I definitely have my favorite cake flavor. Like mm-hmm. my whole knows this. So my cake, favorite cake flavor is, it's called chocolate fudge pudding. Ugh. And I just love chocolate. I'm such a chocolate, chocoholic. <laughs> so that's the best. I, and it has a chocolate cake with like a fudge pudding center in each of the layers and these like chocolate crunchy balls that oh. are like all over it. And yum. it's so yum. Oh my God. So good. So good. You mentioned, um, we talked for like a second about social media in terms of how you used to have the in-house PR person before social media was around. So how are you using social media now? I guess I would say, I would assume specifically Instagram because of photos and Facebook. How are you using that to help your brand and to help build it? Are you using it in a big way? Well, first of all, not enough. Not enough. general answer but the long answer is you know social media was kind of something that scared me you know years ago like Mm -hmm. as it's becoming such a crazy thing in our lives Mm -hmm. um now you like can't get away from it right but um you know like when I was in college and like (laughs) gchat was (laughs) right do you remember that and like like, bbming (laughs) <laughs> on the bandwagon. I was like, this is so weird. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Um, so anyways, that being said, um, when we kind of restructured Sweeties, we kind of got rid of a lot of the, the active PR work that we were doing. Right. And, um, and then just in effort to, you know, keep our, keep some marketing. We, uh, we had social media but I never, um, I've never put a heavy concentration on it. Right. So, um, just recently in the last year, we even have someone helping us manage it to some degree so that we can make sure that we're basically just posting regularly. But I recognize now that it's something that like without a doubt brings us business and is worth putting the time and effort into. Yeah. So, um, you know, given that I'm that I'm just working on that exactly right now. Like Actually, as you speak, right. I'm working on figuring out the best, um, management for our social media so that, you know, we can portray ourselves right. the way, you know, we want to, it's, um, you know, my voice, the sweetie's voice. And right. And, um, and ultimately, so people can really put a face to the business yes. and you know, really understand how Sweeties is a lifestyle brand. Right. Because it really, I mean, you can't, that's why everyone's outsourcing social media or hiring someone just for social media. Cause it really is a full-time job engaging with everyone. And I thought about doing it myself so many times. And I just, it's one of those things that goes back to what I said, like, don't do things you're not good at. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Someone else. And as much as I love it and I like, you know, looking at social media and posting some things, um, I am not good at it. I'm a, ter- I'm not a good writer. I get in my head. It's not something I enjoy right. doing. Take, you know, 30 minutes to post one thing. Right. 
and, you know, and ask a friend if that's what I should say. Right, like, right. Exactly. No, it's like, um, what's, it's a book or my friend taught, my friend told me about it, like your zone of genius or something, how you got to focus. It's like what you're saying, like, you know, focus on what you're good at, like your area of your strengths. So I was telling a girlfriend of mine who knows me so well that I was like, I think I'm just going to start doing social media myself. And she was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. That is not the thing to add to your plate. <laughs> right. No, it, it's just, even though, I mean, you, you have a personal account that I feel like you post a decent amount on, but still it's different from your personal account. This is totally different. Yeah. And like when I, I really am on my personal account, I really, it's mostly of my kids. Right. Right. And, um, you know, it's not like, it's, it's not, I, I'm not like posting all the time. Right. Everything. I'm, posting, <laughs> everything. I'm not posting about anything regularly it's just like of my kids when we're having right 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 exactly (laughs) exactly so what um so maybe it's not social media but what what would you say inspires you every day whether you know for work or just life in general what kind of like your biggest source of inspiration without a doubt my kids yeah out of doubt I think if it wasn't for my kids I would have just stopped running sweeties maybe sweeties wouldn't exist anymore even though I say that um, you know, I resented a time that sweeties took me away from my kids. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they are so proud of me and I'm they sure. love their mommy, um, you know, owns a bakery and they know it, they understand it. Yeah. I take them there. Um, and, and how cool yeah. is that? Like mommy owns a bakery and I get to eat sweets. Like, obviously this is oh, cool. It's, <laughs> cool. it's so cool. And they know it's cool. And, right. And it's fun. Like, you know, I'll pay up uh, when I pick up kids from school you know I'll have a treat for all of them in the car and they're, like it's 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 given me sort of a new you know I I almost do it so that they're proud of me yeah oh I love that I love that so I mean I know at the beginning we were talking about it but now really in terms of like work-life balance I mean it's is it just an amazing balance right now like you're just you like you're in you, you have your stride what is it like you hit your stride like you it's kind of just all it's all clicking it, like it, almost a little surreal because I just feel like I hit my groove right now yeah and we you know I'm I'm like have everything really nicely balanced that being said I always love to screw everything up (laughs) as soon as it's nice and perfect right because then what fun would life be if it was just perfect (laughs) I want to I want to you know there's another some other passion in sweeties I want to continue to work to develop and um, I want a third kid, so that'll ah. screw up. <laughs> it's like, uh, why not? <laughs> I love it. So what what would you say is the, the most important thing, you know, lesson, motto, something that you want to instill in your children where every day, like, they want to be like, oh, yeah, mommy told me this. Mommy told me this. Oh, gosh. Like a lesson uh, or, yeah, like a life lesson. A life lesson. Just something that they take with them. Like you just want to make sure they know, like be you know, kind or, you know. In general, the life lesson that my husband and I try to teach them is, is to be kind people. Yeah. Like my husband has inspired me to be a nicer person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a really, he's a really nice mm-hmm. guy and, and, um, and I love him extra for that. Um, but he's, the guy that gives you know 
the money in his pocket to every homeless man Aww, on the side of the street, to all the dog shelters, to any, you know, charity that he feels strongly about, yeah. or to, you know, the people, like, that help us every day, like my housekeeper and my nanny, yeah. just giving. Like, he's just, he's a very generous, um, kind-hearted person, yeah. and I think we try to instill that in the kids, yeah. knowing that they're good people that, you know karma works in, in good ways. Yes. Oh, for sure. I love that. So what advice would you give to your younger self? Doesn't have to be business related, just in general, what advice would you give to your, let's say 20 year old self or 18 year old self? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What advice would I give to my 20 year old self? Um, you know, I remember somebody in college saying to me, like, you know, once you're out of college and this time is going to fly. And once you're out of college, you're then you're going to realize like how amazing this time is. Mm -hmm. You don't like really appreciate it when you're in it. Right. And, and I, I look back on, I remember that person telling me that and it's so true. It is incredible time in my life for four years straight where I was like, you're like in between being a kid and a grown up. And yes. It's amazing. And, and like the stress then, like I remember things I would get like stressed about, like, and I look back and I'm like, that would be lovely to get stressed about now. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I like that. Okay. So now starting my little rapid fire round of fun questions that you okay. have to First thing that comes to your mind, don't overthink them. Okay. First, who would play you in a movie if there was a movie made about your life? Oh, um, um, uh, Selma Hayek. Yes. Because you were, you, you have a similar look. Hayek. I, in my twenties, people used to tell me constantly, you look like Selma Hayek. My profile looks like her. Yes. A hundred percent. And would, like, cause she was, um, she was in Fool's Russian, right? That's the movie that comes to mind. Yeah. 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 It's great. I love it. So what would the title of the movie be, or at least the premise of it? What would it be? Oh my gosh. I know um, these are hard, but fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, I hate horror movies, so it wouldn't okay. be a horror movie. It'd would be it like be about baking? Dramedy, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe something that has to do with cooking, at least. Or That's kitchen. what I think. I could see that. No. Okay. Called like... Um, you know, the sweet, I don't know. Something about like something about with cook, with baking, with cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. If you could have drinks with anyone living or dead, who would it be? Um, if I could have drinks with anyone living or dead, um, I think I'd have drinks with my grandfather. Aww. I, there was my grandfather passed away when he was way too young, like in his seventies, and um, and he was such a good man, oh. and, and I loved him so much. Oh, um, yeah, sappy, oh. <laughs> but it's true. I so, love no, that. it's so nice. I love it. What is your favorite place that you've been in the whole world? Oh my gosh, um, I think. My favorite place. Oh, 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 yes. We went last year to Bali. Mm. We took 
Dee and I did not travel in our 20s at all. And something that neither of us did, like when everybody was off, um, you know, studying abroad, I came to Los Angeles, like to see I to live here. It's like one thing I totally regret. I I wish I traveled more in my 20s. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so since we didn't, we're making up for it now and we're able to the kids, which is so great. So last year, I planned a trip, a three-week trip. We went to Thailand for one week mm-hmm. and Bali for two weeks. And we stayed in a place called Como Shambhala, uh. um, which was is in the jungle of Bali. And it was the most amazing place I've ever been to. It was uh. literally like, like heaven on earth with all the people you've ever met in your life. Oh my God. Oh, so, so if a plane was like a jet, a private jet was right outside your house right now, is that where you would have it take you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds dreamy. I love it. Um, okay. What about who is your celebrity crush or hall pass where if like, you know, I have one right now, I have a celeb crush. Who? It's on, his name is Dan Levy. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's like not the obvious choice. Like, um, not like, you know, the guy from A Star is Born. Like, him Bradley too. Cooper, yes. right. <laughs> like, yes, him also. But <laughs> I've been watching a show called Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. It's super funny. It's like a show that you can watch, like, you know, binge to and watch six episodes before bed like in a night right right and um I don't know I this this he his name's Dan Levy and the show is named David and um and he has this really great relationship um with another man on the show also and it's like the cutest relationship ever. So I'm jealous uh-huh. of their of him in that so relationship. Because, you, you know, it's funny. I started Shit's Creek. I think I watched one episode or a half an episode and I got distracted. And then I just didn't pick it back up. And now all I hear about is Shit's Creek. You have to watch it. I love it so much. And they're doing, I think, one more season and then it's going to be over. Oh, okay. So I got to just binge. I just got to binge yeah, watch it right now. binge it. It's so good it's so it's just like a feel-good show I love those there's it's feel good and yeah um, anyways this relationship between Dan Levy and this other guy is so cute and jealous of the other guy Uh, and he's gay so I don't know I'm maybe maybe he likes girls too yeah you never know girls and guys and everything in between so I love it (laughs) oh I need to watch it right now I'm actually did you ever watch Gilmore Girls growing up I did I wasn't like I wasn't obsessed, but I I never watched it. And my friend, like a few months ago was like, you've got to watch it. So I'm literally watching from season one, Gilmore Girls. And I wasn't really into it the first couple seasons, but now it's getting a little better. Like I'm into it now, which I'm sure people will be like, what the hell? It's the best show. But I don't know. I I didn't like, it doesn't click with me. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so I get it. Another show I love right now is The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, I hear it's incredible. You gotta watch it. I have to. It's about a Jewish woman, right? (laughs) Especially if you're a Jew. Right. Like it's, <laughs> it's great. Okay, I need to watch that one. Okay, I love it. All right, tell me what are three, you can you can pick three of your favorite uh, either products or basically like your desert island items. Like if you were stranded somewhere, could only take three things, not include, like your family's already there, you know, not people, three items. What would it be? What would they be? Three items. A tweezer, for yep. sure. Yep. Um, 
like some hypoallergenic soap <laughs> that I could use since there's only three. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> can only take three. For my face and my body. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, smell good soap and lotion. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> and I cannot come out of the shower without putting on lotion. Like my skin is so right. What's the brand? I'm kind of crazy. Ever since I was like a kid, I mix like five different lotions. So oh. I mix, you know, a cocoa butter and coconut oil and aloe and just a lotion that I like. Usually that's the. the oh my god, that's so funny. So <laughs> you have to have lotion. <laughs> 12 years old I I sent my mom a um postcard from camp and on the postcard it's like you were checkbox there there were checkboxes right. on the postcard like I am having a fun time yes or no <laughs> <laughs> like I am eating a lot a little right fun, like whatever and on the end of it I wrote send me my loofah <laughs> oh my gosh that's hysterical. Oh so you've been into like body products like for a while. I, I do. I like body products a lot. Yeah. No, I, hey, I, that's what you need. That's what you'll need on the island. I get it. Um, um, tell me uh, before we, before we totally wrap up, um, what is next for you and sweeties? Is there anything you can share? Should people just keep an eye out and what's to come on your Instagram? Any new items coming out? Anything? So um, we are actually, we're, we're now, along with some trends that we're seeing coming in, we're going to redesign our all of our cakes that are available online. Of oh. course, we customize everything as well, but we're redesigning the cakes right now. We're also redesigning, redeveloping some flavors. So actually our menu, you'll see it change over the next few months. Oh. Um, should be really great and beautiful products that taste delicious also. Uh, I know that's uh, the thing. And, about- and on top of that, like we're our overall goal is to have a nationwide presence. So hopefully, you know, we start becoming more well-known in other cities and not just Los Angeles. Yeah. I love it. And really, and you said that like you're, and I'm not just saying it cause I'm doing this podcast with you, but your, your, your things aren't just pretty and they are gorgeous, but they're really good too. Because you know, sometimes bakeries and places like they look great, but they taste like shit. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like, sweeties. I, when I first developed sweeties, that was, that was like a basis of everything yeah. is that everything has to taste incredible. Like that's first, that's before anything yes. else. Then absolutely it should look beautiful also. So, right. um, you know, the first thing is not just, Ooh, let's make pretty cupcakes. The right. first thing is it must taste delicious. So if you made a cupcake or a cake that is just stunning, unbelievable over the top, but tasted like shit, like you would not sell it. Oh my gosh. How awful. Right. That'd be awful. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, this cake is so beautiful, and you cut into it, and it's like gross. It's, yeah, that, well, because that's happened like at weddings I, sometimes, and you know. I know, and I think it happens at weddings a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times, restaurants or sorry, um, hotels will just make the cake, and that they're not pastry chefs. It's right. Not like you know, so. Right. So delicious yeah. and beautiful. <laughs> Delicious, beautiful, must be a pair. Exactly. I love it. Okay. Where can everyone follow you and Sweeties um, on website, Instagram, all the things? So Sweeties 
all social media is at Sweet E's Bake Shop. So it's it's Sweet E as in Erica. So S W E E T E S Bake Shop. Bake Shop. Yep. Bake Shop. You were going to say sweetiesbakeshop.com. For 10 years, I've been dictating and, and spelling out our website going S W E E T E. Oh, because people think sweetie like a sweetie pie. Jokey.com. Right. <laughs> Oh my so, God. Yeah, because I named the company Sweet Ease, but when you say it, you think Sweeties. So I always right. have to explain it's sweet and the letter E, then the letter S. Yeah. Okay. So on all the social media, <laughs> Sweeties Bake Shop. Uh, all our social is at Sweeties Bake Shop. My personal social is at etuckw. Uh-huh. And um, your website. You know, you got to check out the website, sweetiesbakeshop.com. It really is a beautiful it is. website. It's easy to use now, and um, you can even place—you can now place same-day orders on our website, really? like the same order on Uber. Really? Oh, that's a fun fact. Yeah, okay. For local, yeah, for local, right, right, right. But even when I when I because I've ordered from you several times for events, everything comes very good. Like it's not like it comes ruined or it's all yeah. perfect. No. I mean, we're 10 years in of figuring out right. how to ship products now. So we got it down. Yes. Let me tell you, eight years ago, we did not have it down. Right. And it was not fun. Um, <laughs> product delivered. Right. But now <laughs> but it's we perfect. We got it down now. And so it's great. We can feel confident um, that, you know, the cookie that arrives in Maine is going to be just coming just as perfect condition as the one picked up in LA. I love it. Amazing. Okay. Well, um, Erica, thank you so much for doing this. This was so fun. For having me. Um, love, love of you. Of course. I love you. This is so fun. Um, so everyone follow Erica at Sweeties Bake Shop and go to sweetiesbakeshop.com to check out everything Sweeties. You can always follow me at Julie Lauren 14 on all social media channels, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 